songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover, and this episode uh, is bizarro because I had some scheduling things, which meant that we had to reschedule our podcast taping, and I fucked it all up this week. So Amanda is not here, and instead we have... Backup quarterback, Ari Vukitas. <laughs> My husband, Ari Vukitas. Hello. Hello, Betsy. <laughs> Welcome again to the show. Thank you. So Ari and I share three kids, all boys... Uh, eight, seven, and three. That's right. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm good. This I made myself a Manhattan, and I did such a good job. Good job. I'm so happy with it. Oh, you're doing a great job making Th- oh, Manhattan. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm confident <laughs> in my ability to do that. That's right. We just started talking in. I've got a martini. Ari has a... Rye Manhattan. All right. Take a little sip. Cheers. Ah... I feel like we haven't spoken all day, I know. even though we've been in the same house uh, quite uh, for some for some hours. We have to have a podcast so that we can keep up with each other and set aside time to actually talk. That's true. Yeah. Oh my you god. You doing all right? How are you feeling? You were feeling sick earlier today. Well, here, I mean, I don't know about you all listening, but school has started, and so now it means that sickness has entered our home. Oh, sickness with a quickness. Um, Ajax earlier today. We even haven't even had time to process this. Oh my god, Ajax. Ajax got the silver medal of throwing up in the bathroom. The gold medal would have been to successfully throw up in the toilet. The silver medal was he threw up just like a gallon of baked beans, essentially, (laughs) into the bathtub, which on one hand is great because it didn't go in a lot of weird places, but on the other hand, like, oh my god, we had a bathtub full of refried beans. And it was like... Eight inches from the toilet. Oh, my God. That was the other thing. And I kept being like, hey, hey, buddy, can you just turn, like, rotate 90 degrees to the left? But they're like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. And then what? a few days ago, uh, we were hanging out, and he oh. he somehow, this has never happened before. This is our kid with the tricky gag reflex, and he usually is, like, pretty on it. But uh, he threw up on the couch and just all over the couch. Come on over. You can still smell it. Yeah, I yeah. thought I really did a good job cleaning it, but then I'll be sitting on the couch and I'll be like, oh no, I think that's people, terrible. <laughs> do people know about your Wolverine smell sense? I don't know. So uh, Betsy and I have very different uh, senses of smell. Um, I win because I have a terrible sense of smell. And I guess I lose because I have a very good sense of smell. She has an smell. amazing sense of smell. And the problem is that most smells are bad. Yeah. So uh, it's it's very rare where Betsy's like, do you do you smell that? Can you smell yeah. that? It's lavender. Like that every, almost never happens. Because every now and then I'm like, mm, I smell spring. Right. You know, but like literally. But right. But then also, but usually it's like, ah, the babysitter uses a lot of perfume. Right. Because you had to quit a job when we were younger because you had a coworker. Uh, an elderly Cuban lady who wore a ton of perfume. Oh, yes. I remember we had a coworker named Victor, but her accent made it Victor. Victor was, was a woman? No. No. We had a coworker. Oh, 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 oh. And so the older Cuban lady would call him Victor. This woman. And it was very cute. When we got engaged, gave us two boxes of silverware, mm-hmm. some of which we still have. That little seafood fork is yes. from that. So the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Yes. She I lost to... her MTV job, but we got some silverware. Yep. <laughs> I had to quit that job because of her. <laughs> but thanks for the seafood forks. Um, so uh, I thought maybe it could be fun for us to read some listener emails. Into it. And also I wondered if maybe we should talk about our camping trip. Oh, we should totally talk about a camping trip. So let's talk about our camping trip. Yes, let's talk about our camping trip. Because it was a while back, and I was I wanted to talk about it on the show, but I kind of wanted you to be there to help me remember all of the details. So h- how long ago was it? Like maybe three weeks, three weeks ago? Three weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, we took the kids camping. Yes. Oh, and I found out something from this podcast, which is I thought that I had been putting on a really convincing poker face 
in terms of how much I was looking forward to it. And I was looking forward to it, but I was nervous about it. But apparently I was coming across as not psyched about it at all. I don't want to correct the record. I was psyched about it, but my insecurity stemmed from the fact that your dad is an Eagle Scout. So your experiences camping are like my experiences like in a hotel, <laughs> right? It's like, oh, and we've got this tent and this inflatable sauna and like, or not literally, but like all that. So I was like, Jesus, I'm going to have to somehow fill that role oh, no. of like the dad in charge. And that's the, that's the thing I'm being held to. And oh, it wasn't. Sweetie, I'm the dad in charge. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So we, uh, so let's see. So where does it all start? So first of all, uh, I'd been preparing for this for a very long time. It was yes. a ton of work. Betsy throws herself into anything that involves gathering objects from a ton of sources and putting them in one place. So like your doomsday prepping, mm. like getting ready for this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a sight to behold because you get stuff from everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm a collector, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're a collector because we don't hang on to it. No. But you lean into that village that it takes. Mm-hmm. So let's see. First off, we... Um, I think we both thought we were going to go to work the day before, yeah. and and then we realized like, oh shit, there's so much to do. Right, we can't. We have to skip work to get right. ready to go on our camping trip, which is fucking. Stupid. And it's worth noting that because Betsy and I are uh, surfing this gig economy, uh, when we skip work, it's not like we take a sick day. We just don't, don't get, get paid, paid and lose out on a ton of money. So there's always that pressure there to do it. Oh, and is a rare example of you being wrong about anything. When it comes to camping and packing, mm. you were sure we were going to all fit into one car. Well, okay. So, yeah. So, we had a lot of stuff. Okay, motherfucker. Let's have this fight. <laughs> you want to do this? I don't know why, but let's do this. For those of you watching at home, Betsy just stepped out of her heels and took her earrings off. <laughs> well, it's crazy to take two cars on a long trip to go camping. We have a big minivan. I thought for sure that we could put some of the seats down and we would fit everything and it it seemed crazy to me to not fit it all in one car. You also had uh, imagined a roof rack that turned out not to be there. Yes, that's it's true. It's a new-ish to us car, so yeah. we're not 100% on like <laughs> all the features. Yeah. And and I also I think I, I feel like I'm usually pretty good about packing. Like I can get a lot of stuff into a small oh. amount of space. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So I, I felt really confident that I could make this happen. Um, but then you know it's camping with kids. It's the first time we were camping together, um, and I knew what we needed. But then all these other things um, were introduced. That you know, books and and board right. games and. It just, everything started getting more and more and more. Right. Because you had gamed it out and you had accounted for everything that was on your checklist. And then once I started adding to it, you were like, oh shit, this throws off the balance. Yes. And also because you had never gone camping before, I think you had a different concept of what we were going to be doing. So you were like, let's bring a hundred board games and let's all bring a book and let's all have our favorite, um... A treasure chest and then let's all also have an inflatable thing that's inflated when I was a kid, and like, let's and put it in the car when I was a kid, we'd go I, camping. I'm joking of course not that none of that's true I brought my treasure chest yeah um when when I was a kid and we would go camping it was more that we would like rent a cabin and it would right. rain and we would sit around playing cards so that I think was what I was preparing for in my head so we brought a lot of Pokemon cards we never used right exactly right yeah although let me say this the the board games and the Pokemon cards did not, that's not what pushed us into a second car. Well, there was just a okay. ton of stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of things. So, so we're packing all day long, getting ready all day long, just getting everything ready. And at some point, um, how did it all, so at some point we're like, we gotta get out of here or else we're gonna be really fucked. Like, we're gonna get there and it's gonna be dark. And I don't wanna get there when it's dark because right. that sucks to, to put up camp when it's dark regardless of having three kids. And we should say, as far as we knew, according to all the GPS devices, this place was two and a half hours away. So we were planning oh, on yes. that. And also when I talked about this previously on the show, I think in our last she episode, was like an hour away. I thought it was an hour away. Yeah. So um, then I thought it was going to be uh, two and a half hours away because of, you know, like Friday traffic or whatever. Uh, Los Angeles has tr- crazy traffic. And also and I was just wrong. In our starry eye naivete, we were like two and a half hours. Oh, what a trek. Right. And 
so then I think as we were driving in separate cars, me with Odie. And me with the older boys, which has the advantage, by the way, of we don't all have to be in the car together, so it cuts down on the fights. Mm-hmm. So I have a theory. I think there was a road that w- would have gotten us there faster that closed at 5 p.m. And we just missed it. And because of that, our two and a half hour track became... Four plus. Four plus hours. Yeah. And and we were racing. We were racing. We were racing to get there. And I was like, I'm not going to get there but like with the sun down. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna race the sun to this thing. So four and a half fucking hours, which we did not plan for. Um, and we get there and the sun is still up. Right. And I'm like, fuck yeah, fuck you, sun, fuck you, traffic. Betsy gets I there, have succeeded. You get there a little bit before us. Correct. Um, in part because we had to stop more because I have the two kids. We got a little bit later of a start. Oh my god, I just remembered. We were in the minivan. And at some point we were, we, Odie had to pee like a hundred times. Right. And at some point it might've happened more than once. We were in the middle of traffic. Like we were in the, um, we we're in oh, the whole way up. It was just fucking traffic. We were just like, I worst. got this shit in a target bag, like a pro. Yeah. So at some point Odie had to pee, of course. And I just was in the, um, what's it called? The carpool lane. Mm-hmm. But there was like no place to, to pull over. And he was right. like, I got to pee. And so I just um, I pulled like as close to the side of the of the of that I could. Uh huh. But there was like a foot, like it, there was no. Wait, you parked in the HOV lane? Yeah, it was, but it was like stop and go traffic. Jesus, it was fucking nuts. And I got a barf bag, and he, <laughs> he peed in it. He peed in a barf bag. He peed in a barf bag. You guys, if this may have come up or may have not, but also because. One of our kids uh, throws up a lot, gets car sick. We have medical grade uh, barf bags stashed all around. The, yeah, just endless supply just, of those everywhere. Yeah, buried in the floorboards, so like peed. everywhere. So at some point, I just had like a hot bag of pee in my car. So anyway, uh, so that, I think we may have done that more than once. He peed a lot. And um, so by the time we get there to the campground, um, it, which I've done a lot of research on. It's right on. before sunset. Oh, and it's by the right way. right before sunset. And I'm like, fuck yeah, we beat it, I win. And this is a small detail, but once you get up in the mountains, there's no Wi-Fi. So after a certain point, we couldn't get in touch with each other. That's right. Um, which wasn't super significant, except that GPS had a weird idea of where the camp was, so we overshot it and had to like come back and find it. Bleh. Which I don't know if I even mentioned to you. Was I don't even crazy? remember that. So we get there, but for whatever reason... Everyone else who was coming to the campground was also there. And so there was this huge long line of cars and trucks and camping trailers, like RVs. Huge long line. And we were probably in that line for half an hour. Easy. Half an hour, 40 minutes. Just sitting. Yeah. So we had sped all the way. We're like, we're going to fucking make it. Four and a half hours in the car. Yeah. Here we are. We're going to do it. We're going to our campsite. Yoo-hoo. And then just sat in our cars for another 30 to 40 minutes while we inched through this fucking weird, like, it was like, imagine when you go to a hotel and there's like the lobby and you wait in line with your luggage and then you go up to the front desk and you talk to the person they give you your keys. But in this scenario, you're a car. Right. We're all cars. In the movie cars. So it's normal. It's not like, what the fuck are they doing in this hotel? It's like, contextually, it makes right. sense. But, and now, but also, your headlights are not your eyes, which is fucked. Okay. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. So anyway, we, so by the time we get through that line, it is dark. And meanwhile, uh, both of the older kids have climbed into the front passenger seat what? where they are sitting on each other and fighting. Um, because oh. the car was, because here's yeah. the thing, we got there and they've been in this yeah. seat. So I had to kind of let them out and roam around the expansive cavern that is the Prius. Um, and at one point they were like, I got to pee. And we're, like, we're stuck right. in this in thing. The Prius it's a fucking Prius. So at one point they're like, we have to pee, Which but we're stuck in a small car. Yeah. yeah. For those of you that don't know what a Prius looks like. Well, not everyone lives in fucking Los Angeles. Actually, where- in fairness, eighty percent of people drive a Prius. Prius. Yeah. In fairness, we have a limousine Prius. We have a stretch Prius that has that eight wheels. Yeah. Yeah, and it has a hot tub two in the sun back. Roofs. Yeah. yeah. Two sunroofs. It has a full bar. Gets eight miles a gallon, but for a limo, that's incredible. Yeah. We rent our Prius out for proms. Yeah. 
Anyway. People always be fucking in my Prius. Mm, true. Anyway, so the kids, so they'd have to go to the bathroom and I'd be like, just get out of the car. So they'd get out of the car and like run behind a tree and I was like, don't let anyone see your wiener. That's like a thing I'm trying to like. That's what you've been saying. Don't let anyone see no, your wiener. No, not in those words, but I'm uh-huh. trying to get across to everybody that like, because we let our kids pee outside like just garbage animals all yeah. the time. But I feel like that's okay. Because we have okay three boys and everyone boys. always has to pee and it's just like, oh, fuck. Right. Just look. We're at the El Pollo Loco. Just go pee on that. hundred percent. On that bush. Yeah. Yeah. We benefit from the toxic patriarchy. We let our kids pee outside. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but anyway, so yeah, so they were. Look, you're, one day you're going to be a white man. Just pee wherever you pee want. Pee wherever you want. Just this mark is your, your territory. This your world to pee on. This is your world for like another 10 years. And then, <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. Um, oh, and so, but meanwhile, also because we didn't have uh, any signal, right? I didn't know where you were, and I didn't know if you knew where we were. I knew you were there, yeah, but I couldn't get through to you. Yeah, so we I, couldn't text so each other or anything like that. As the sun just sets, like a vampire movie, we're like, we're like, oh no, we're like watching the sunset, yeah. and, and also if, we're in, you know, kind of the wilderness. We're right? definitely in the wilderness. Well, okay. Well, City I guess as these things go, yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, Arboretum's a wilderness for me. Uh, <laughs> but it's dark. And I'm having visions of, here's what I imagine is happening. Hmm. I imagine you are swearing at the sky by yourself trying to set up a tent. Because I also didn't realize this tent was so easy to set up. Because mm-hmm. I've never opened it. Well, we would never opened it. Right. Only our babysitter, babysitter one time opened yeah. it. And if you recall, listeners, uh, the instructions for putting it away was... Uh, just do the opposite of opening it, which yeah. is really challenging. But she added, I have an audition, I have to go. That was yeah. the other instruction. Great. Yeah. She never charged us for that sit, by yeah. the way. Um, and knew. I don't know for a fact she was high, except that she tried to make toast in the waffle iron, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a, that's mm-hmm. a tell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. anyway. So I had visions of, I thought what was happening is you, because I, I was imagining tents being set up like the way when we were kids, which was just like all these different pieces Ugh. and rods and everyone swearing, fighting. everyone fighting. Yeah, exactly. So I thought you were going to be doing dark. this with an exhausted Odie, like mm-hmm. an hour and a half past his bedtime. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, 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 shit. And I'm stuck in this 1970 gas line and like can't help and can't even get to you. Uh-huh. So, so Odie and I get there. We pay for your parking. She's like, uh, the lady at the the little thing, whatever. Not, it's not a front desk, whatever the. Rest it's a, like a phantom toll booth. Yeah, it's like a toll booth. I don't know. She might have been a phantom. Uh, in fact, it actually would make sense because she was like, "I'll keep your husband's parking pass here, and when he comes through, I'll give it to him." But she and, didn't. No, she just I charged me in park, park, extra money. money. Anyway, so. Uh, so I drive with Odie and I get to the campsite and I've got most of the stuff. I've got the tent and everything. So I'm like, all right, it's fucking dark. Let's roll. Um, and which is a little, uh, intimidating because I have a toddler with me and he wants to get out of the car. And so these, this campsite, it's, it's a campsite campsite. So there are like all these sort of little plots of of land that are uh, for is, a plot of land makes it sound like spacious. No, like little, little like almost like a parking space, a little bay. Like yeah. Imagine like your own designated tailgate zone for everybody, where you can park your pickup truck that sometimes has a Confederate flag on it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That was something we saw. We'll get to that. Okay, so so everyone has a little space, and that's your space, and you can put all your tent and your car there and everything. So um, so there's a lot of them, and they are very full. Um, they are like at capacity in this campground and there are a bunch of these things. So this place is so packed. mobbed and also there's there are people that like live there essentially. Oh yeah. I think there might be people who vacation there or maybe live there. Or like summer there or something. Yeah. They had like a lot of, um, there were like a lot of trailers that either people, like a trailer park. I got the sense it was like a vacation home trailer park thing. So anyway, So uh, so we get there, and the first thing I so so Odie wants to get out of the car. Ari's not there, and the first thing I notice is that it is incredibly dusty. Yeah. Um, now, uh, growing up in the Midwest, when we went camping, uh, or even on the East Coast, it was like dirt and grass. Right. And, but it wasn't like dust. It was like the forest floor is what you expect, right? Yeah. Like, or it's just like, like dirt. Yeah. No, but this was like dust. dust. Yeah. So like, um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it to non-Californians. It's like, imagine you're an old-timey person in Oklahoma and the Dust Bowl yeah. arrives. It's like that camping. Like you're a metaphor for Cain and Abel. I don't know what 
I don't know. Uh, I thought you were talking about East of Eden. East of Eden? I don't know. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm talking about the Dust Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Ari's talking about Steinbeck here. I'm okay. sorry. Um, They're talking hey. about Steinbeck. <laughs> anyway, so it's very dusty. And then I start to set up camp. You get there. Yeah. And then what the fuck happened? Um, what happened that first night? Well, we we sort of snapped into like setup mode because also this is like at this point it's nine thirty, which is like a full two hours past the kids' bedtime. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we haven't eaten. That. We haven't set up the fire. Oh my god, we hadn't eaten. Right. Yeah. And so. Um, and also we're on the waterfront. Which this I must have chosen. Yes. Because. I don't know, because I beautiful. thought, it, yeah, it's like nice, we're going to be on the water. Yeah. Um, which, it, it was nice, but yeah. it wasn't until we got there that I realized, oh, fuck, we're going to be in a... fill their pockets with rocks and walk into the sea. Exactly. <laughs> like, there's three kids who might get up in the middle of the night and just walk into some water. Because traditionally, our kids get up a lot earlier than us. Yeah. And the they road. also yeah. like to walk into a, a body of water yeah. with rocks in their pockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, we get there... I think I set up the tent, and of course the kids are like, I want to help, I want to help. Right. And we're doing this all by, like, flashlights and shit. Uh, luckily, I brought those headlamps, or else we would have been super Oh, my God. Fucked. Those headlamps were in- clutch. It makes yeah. a whole difference. It's like seeing in color. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of flash- yeah, instead of having to hold shit, you just looked at shit, and it was illuminated. This is technically your hack, but since I'm pitching it, I'm going to call it a dad hack. Okay. But dad hack. Dad hack. Anytime you're camping, get some of those headlamps because it, it 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 you don't have to bumble around in the dark like a goddamn idiot, and you have two hands that you can use. It was everything, especially for a city boy like me that doesn't know jack squat about camping. I just love it's like dad hack. If you're camping and you have to set up tent in the dark, uh, <laughs> camp in the dark, yeah, sure. Or, but but it wasn't even set up a tent. Like we used those the whole time oh, we yeah. were there. Those it are amazing. Great. It was great. Uh, although when you would like, if you were talking to each other and you would face each other, you would like blind each other. Right, 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 right. It was right. constantly blinding the kids. And they were like, ah. All right, so we get all that done. What? We get their hot dogs going. Oh, and I should say this. So I haven't had a shower in a couple of days. Oh, yeah. And one thing I really wanted to do before, but I was like, I have to shower. I was like sweating. I was like just yeah. a fetid garbage pile. And we thought that you would have time, but then it was like, sorry, and, Ari. Right. I don't think you're going to have time. But you're like, I've looked it up. They have showers at the campsite. will yes, go. Yes, yes. And it turns out they kind of did in one particular place. Yeah. Far away behind a gate yeah. uh, through the moat. Yeah, you would have had to take the car there. Answer the goblin's riddle. Like, it was a whole thing. So, and I thought the shower, I thought the bathroom situation would be what I had experienced in the past. Just like I thought it would be sort of woodsy and, and damp and moist and we would be in trees. But but it's not. It was like we were exposed to the elements in the dustiest place ever. Yeah. And um, I thought there was going to be a bathroom, sort of like when you went to summer camp, I would assume. Uh, where there's just like a couple dirty, weird showers and like some sand. And you know, and I guess I'm a bit of a priss when it comes to shitting into a hole in the ground, hmm? uh, which I, I helped get over on this trip. Well, that's good. Yeah, because I had to. Yeah. But I spent a lot of time being like, no, I'll walk a mile to find that indoor plumbing. That's right. You ref- right. Yes. Yeah. Well, I grew up outdoorsy, so I'll just shit anywhere, I guess. I grew up classy, so I shit in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I grew up outdoorsy, so I shit into a Target bag and I'm. <laughs> So we so the bathroom was not a bathroom that I uh, thought it was going to be. It was essentially a glorified uh, porta potty. It was like a permanent porta potty. I feel like the word shithole is thrown around a lot carelessly, but that's what a shithole is, right? It's like a. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. It wasn't an outhouse. No. It was a glorified porta potty. It was a non-portable porta potty. <laughs> It was and a stationary it, potty. And it didn't have a sink, in spite of there being water sources no. quite nearby. Yes. Uh, but I guess we're roughing it. Roughing it. So I was like, oh, that's a surprise. I don't know how we're going to wash, uh, brush our teeth, oh, that sort of thing. And speaking of it, so also we get there is around 930. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, there's an awful lot of Guns and Roses playing from various stereos on various trucks. But that's okay. At 10 p.m., there's a rule. They all have to be quiet. And people follow rules, right? Right, everyone? Not just nobody but us, as it turns out. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. So. <laughs> a lot of loud music. Yep. Um, 
And we would come to find that over the course of this camping trip, the music would start at, I don't know, seven? About seven. Eight? Mm-hmm. Loud music from multiple sources. Welcoming you to the jungle. Yeah, just, good morning, you're in nature. I, you thought you were going to have quiet contemplation in nature. But I should say this too, I'm making it sound a little better than it is. I'm making it sound like it was all like Bon Jovi cock rock, but it wasn't. It was all these mixed genres. So we'd have like loud classic rock, but then like the hip hop guys, and well, it was cacophony. If we're going to jump ahead a little bit, oh, I'll jump say, ahead, I apologize. No, no. I mean, I'll say that the night before, the last night that we were there, we were there two nights, right? Uh, the last night we were there, I took a recording. I could maybe even play it later. And um, I recorded, there were three different kinds of death metal playing right. at the same time. Right. There was like a German, like yes. German Oh my God, that's metal. right. Someone was playing Rammstein, right? Yep. Du hast, du hast mir. Yeah, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? First of all, it's an old song. Yeah. And second of all, go the fuck to bed and turn your music off. No one wants to hear your fucking music. So yeah. I like hard German techno rock as last, as much as the next guy. <laughs> but also like, take it down a notch. We're in the woods. We're in, that's the thing. So I thought we were going to the woods to have quiet nature time contemplation with nature. We're, we're listening to the wind in the trees. We're hearing the birds. We're hearing the water lapping at the shores. It was a little bit, like, a little bit more, but I should also say, like, I loved it. I had a great time. But it was a little bit more like we were at that high school keg party in the woods, uh, but everybody was 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when you would go to, like, I don't know, like, on prom, you would go to, like, an after prom party and then everyone would, like, sleep, like, sleep? Did that ever happen to anyone else? What? <laughs> Okay, I went to a, at least one after prom party where everyone, it was like some people partied and some people just went to sleep. It was like a big sleepover oh, okay, after, okay, okay. after prom party. It was kind of like that. It was like yeah. lots of music, lots of like laughing and like talking. Like we could hear conversations very clearly. Did I tell you that the first time I smoked weed was also the first time the cops raided the Woods party? I know that. Yes, okay. Fun. <laughs> um, so, lots of music. So our kids, by the time we got done with everything, when we set up camp, our kids didn't go to bed until 11.30. But also, they wanted to. They were like, oh, we're kind of tired. We want to turn over. Like, Let's make s'mores. I want to go to bed. Yeah, for the first time. That was maybe the first time in their entire lives that they had asked to go to bed, yeah. that they wanted to go to sleep. And they were really excited. They were yes. actually really excited to sleep in a tent. And I should say this, too. I was concerned because we had one tent for everybody uh and i thought we'd just be stacked like cordwood uh and that it would be hard but it was great that's fine it, it was fine it, was, it mm. felt like more space than it was i did research okay so um so here's another thing in california uh it's like hot all day it's like warm all the time but at night it's like freezing and it's hard to wrap your mind around that because it's so hot during the day it's a little like a desert i guess we are technically a savanna climate but, uh, yeah, it's like the desert where it's super hot in the day, and then at night it's like the yeah. cold miser. So it could be 85 during the day, but it will get well below 50 yes. at night. Oh, my God, that's right, because we were all, like, shivering in the fetal position in our sleeping bags. So I had uh, I had thought, like, oh, it's not – it was hard for me to, like, believe that, you know? Right, I was right. like, we're not going to be that cold. It's I the summer. Forgot about that. I forgot about that. That was the worst night of sleep of my life until the next night. So it was super fucking cold. We were shivering all night. Our faces were freezing. I forgot to bring anything approaching a sweater. I remembered almost everything, but I didn't bring anything for weather that was below 70 degrees. When I went to sleep, I was like, I'm not going to need socks. So that next morning, I was walking around in like a knit no, no, blanket, no. like an Let's old Cherokee woman. Let's not even go to the not next morning. Okay. That ni so that night, I did not sleep a wink. Right. I was up all night. You were snoring. Yeah, my uh, bad. Yeah, because, yeah, you usually have a machine at home that keeps you from snoring, which is awesome and magical. And I have a machine that one. keeps me alive. 
<laughs> um, so you were snoring, and I could hear other people from other campsites snoring. Which is a huge relief to me, because one of my anxieties was that, because I don't know how loud I snore, because I'm rarely awake for it, is that I was like, oh my god, what if I keep everybody up, and everyone's like, who's the grizzly bear keeping us all awake? Well, there were at least two other grizzly bears keeping me awake. Thank goodness. <sighs> so then also, it was freezing, and so I was like, I was freezing, but then I thought, well, then the kids are definitely freezing, because they're tiny people. Right. And I'm always hot, but like, they're small. So we're freezing all night. We, we get quote up. quote unquote wake up slash stop <laughs> lying there. <laughs> um, Luckily, the kids somehow listened to us and didn't get up in the middle of the night or in the morning the and walk into this lake. Yeah. Um, by the way, so this lake is a man-made lake. It was made by some sort of dam situation. Yeah. And uh, and I'm going to go on the record and say I am not a fan of that kind of situation. Uh, I grew up with normal uh, nature-made lakes. Girl, you grew up with 10,000 lakes. More than. It's over at uh, 11,000 lakes in Minnesota. Anyway, so this water was... Brackish. Very dirty. It was... It was... It was algae tastic. It was full of algae. It was full of sand. It was just gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This water was gross. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in that water. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay, so the next day we go we go fishing. That yes. was fucking awesome. That was cool for us. I don't know that the kids really connected with yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know either. We didn't catch anything. We went standing. We didn't go fishing. We, we just killed some worms. A, and With a thing and then yeah. mostly just untangled their lines. And I spent an hour finding plumbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, because you were still like, I will only shit in an actual bathroom. You know why, right? Because I'm a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So we do that. That was good. That was fine. That was fun. Although, I should say too, but the whole time, so there is, the coolest thing about this place is that there is a water park beach. Yeah. So it's all these like floating things that you can climb and jump off of and these floating water slides. And so the- Yeah, it's kind of like uh, American Ninja-y. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit like, yeah. But it, it, yeah, it's just like inflatable like low key American ninja in the middle of the water that you can climb, you can yeah. jump off. Aqua of. gladiators, like a big. Stuff. There's like a big trampoline in the middle of the water. Yeah, and uh, and you you swim out and whatever. But so so the kids saw that's all they wanted to do. Yeah. So anything that so we got there. So any diversion from that. So we right. were like, let's we're gonna learn how to fish this morning. And fishing starts at ten. They have this like free program, right. which was awesome, amazing. Uh, where they they had fishing poles and stuff and uh, but to, to the point where like fishing started at 10 it was next to the water park the water park doesn't open until 11 and what we fought about was the kids wanted to wait by the fence until the water park opened yeah they were like pissed yeah yeah and we're like shut the fuck up about the water park like we're gonna go it's gonna right. be fine um go drown some worms yeah so, <laughs> so we fish we fish we go back we have lunch Yes. No one shuts up about the water park. We right. go to the water park, uh, which, oh, right. just a reminder, so it's at a lake uh, that is very brackish, as you yes. put it. It's gross. It's dirty. And it's not sand. It's it's rocks. Yeah. So walking into the water is very painful. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, also... And there's a huge drop-off. So it's like ankle deep, ankle deep, ankle deep, neck deep, and then 30 feet deep. Right, and our kids can't swim, but right. they do have their own... Life jackets. They have life jackets. Because everyone has to wear life jackets for this thing. Thank God. Yeah. But it also was scary because I thought, like, well, if they were... If anything happens, like, they're... They don't know how to swim. Right. So I had to spend my time swimming out with them, but also they would have different agendas. Oh, but, and even before that, like, you had to wait in line for, like, 45 minutes. 45 minutes. minutes. And then they would want... And then one of... Uh, well... I won't say who's so who. So Ari but went with the boys, and I stayed in just on the beach area. With I went with Odie. the older boys, yeah. yeah. So uh, one of our kids is much more of a daredevil than the other. So one of them wanted to jump from the highest. Who? Uh, Rex. Uh-huh. Wanted to go to all the stuff. And Ajax would get there and be like, no, nah, I don't want to. Even this small thing, I don't want to do this. But so I'd have to swim all on this thing. Um, by the way, cut to the next point. The reason I had the worst night of sleep in my life is. The next night? Yes, oh. because there is so much. You don't realize how much of a workout it is, and we went for like a straight hour. Right, because you were like pulling yourself up on it's things. It's all upper body strength, and which you were is not my... like a uh, swim with like this. Two kids climbing to me, and we put. Yeah, to, you were I like climbed a up on a mother. friggin' rope, which like I could never do in gym class. Yeah, to like get up a thing, Ugh. and so that yeah, to cut to that night, and I was up all night like 
moaning in pain. pain. Yeah. Uh, And that was the night, too, we figured out, like, hey, we should maybe do better in terms of uh, keeping warm. Right. But luckily I had some... Those uh, FEMA blankets in the car. Yeah, you guys know, uh, I, um, uh, you know, I like to prepare. I like to be ready. So I did have a bunch of emergency, um, those, like, silver weird little, I call them astronaut blankets. So I got, we got some of those and we put them on everyone. And I think that helped a lot. Although you... You put them on everyone or just you and me? Maybe it was just us. I think it was just us because we're fun. You were smart and you put it over your sleeping bag and I was a dum-dum and put it in my sleeping bag. You wrapped yourself up like a baked goddamn potato. Yeah. And I sweat all night long. Yeah. And it was so noisy. Every time you moved, it was like... So loud. Um, So yeah, really bad sleeping was had at camp. And also... I have never slept in so much pain. I like I woke up like if I could have if if there had been like a 24 hour gas station five miles away I would have like walked to it because I was in so I was like I can't sleep this is a nightmare for what you would just walk there for fun no for Advil oh which I had in my purse right which I didn't know right but we've met you have everything in your purse I don't didn't occur to me I was like (laughs) what do you want. I forget my wife's inspector fucking gadget for a minute. <laughs> I've, I mean, also just I'm a mom and I have Advil in my purse, yeah. obviously. Um, so yeah, so that night was rough, and uh, um, also like all the while, this is dusty. We are in the fucking yeah, like it's what 1920s. But I just yeah, the Dust Bowl. Um, is but, that when it was? Uh, 30s, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it gave us an opportunity to field test some of your disaster preparedness oh, equipment, definitely. like our, our water purification system, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I drank out of, but you refused to. Correct. <laughs> you drank algae water out of the water purification system. It was we purified the algae out, but it tasted like it was simple syrup. It was so sweet. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know, but I drank it. Who knows? Algae is so sweet. So it was super dusty. Um, and it was like in the morning even when people weren't even like moving around much, like people weren't even awake or cars weren't moving around. You would get up in the morning, you would walk to that outhouse and the air, you could like see it. It was yeah. like, it was like rush hour Shanghai. Like it was yeah. just full of... Like a bunch of stagecoaches had gone past. Exactly. It was always just so dusty. And so everything and we you look had at the car, was like and it looks covered like, with dust. Yeah. And like, oh, my lungs also look like... Everything we own yeah. covered in dust. I did not anticipate that level of dust. No. Dust was never a part of my camping experience before. No. And it will not be a part of my camping experience for the Fair future. Fair enough. Because fuck that noise. That sucked. So yeah. So every night we were there, crazy just... Tons of music playing. The the last night we were there, we called we, security. We just fucking narked everyone out um, uh, because I just didn't want to hear whatever Dave Matthews band from the next camp over at like eleven yeah. thirty at it, night. The lesson was sometimes it can be too loud and you can be too old. It's not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was fucking over it, and uh, but they never like took care of it. It was a bit of a shit show in that yeah. regard. But here's the thing. With all of the camping, like, the kids had a super fun time. The kids behaved great. We made memories. They had great... We were making memories. Um, it was hard. It was very dusty. It was physically painful. But I could... I, like, I could have stayed longer. Like, when... We, uh-uh. Afterwards... No, you were like, our mistake was that we should have... And I was like, stayed the extra day? And you were like, left after one day. Yeah. Yeah. But also, you have higher camping standards than I do. Exactly. Um, so for me, I was like, this is the most incredible wilderness communion I've ever been a part of. <laughs> and you were like, we were just at a fucking Walmart parking lot for a day. <laughs> That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. I felt like I was at a parking lot. Um, it was more like a really rural tailgate party. It was like I was at a frat party. I was trying to sleep at a frat party. It was a little party. like a frat party, yeah. It was kind of... Awful. But it was also, I mean, but let's not play it down. It was great. I had an awesome time. <laughs> we had an awesome time. Oh, we didn't even mention that the last day we f- figured out that everyone had pink eye. Oh, that maybe Jesus. turned out not to be pink eye. We're not sure. Yeah, on the last like, day everyone woke up with pink eye. Oh my God, actually. I forgot the other thing, which is, so the first night as we're getting ready to go to sleep, and our kids are like all tired, whatever. And, and also like no one can fucking like wash up because it's, because there's no fucking sinks. Right. So we've, we brought 
like the baby toothpaste. I brought yeah, like, I brought like toddler toothpaste because I thought I wasn't sh- I wasn't sure exactly what the water toothbrush yeah. situation was. So I thought, well, this way they don't have to uh, wash their mouths out, right? Because it's it's toddler toothpaste. You can swallow it. So we try to get so Rex brushes teeth, Odie brushes teeth, and Ajax starts putting up a fight. He's our like, seven year old. I, I don't want to use this toothpaste. I don't want to, I don't want to. And I'm like, dude, use a toothpaste. I don't want to. Come on, man. Use a toothpaste. And these are kids that, you know, they don't fucking brush their teeth. Yeah. So he's like, all right. He used the toothpaste and throws up everywhere, like right away. This is the kid with the tricky gag reflex, the one that throws up in the tub and on the couch. And so surprise, we went camping. But that is a surprise. It was like a mild apple flavored toothpaste. Yeah. It's not a... Big deal. No. But he was like, I'm so... But, I mean, to be fair... No, I mean, fair to him. No, like, no. I was like, no, no, listen. To be fair, one time, chocolate got on his backpack. Oh, that's and it right. And like shit, and he threw up at the thought of... That's that, right. Yeah. Of chocolate on his back. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. He's got the digestive system of a mama seagull. Okay. Yeah. So anything else to add about camping? Um, <clears throat> and then of course it was so. like uh, three hours home, oh, and it was fine. This I guess a minor. Nah, uh, it took us like weeks, and we still have camping stuff out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing else significant. That's camping. Trust and well, trust and well. Estate planning made easy. Do you like my theme song? I did. <laughs> I trust you will. Tell us what trust and will is about. Oh my gosh. Trust and will. It's all about making some trust and making some wills. So here's the thing. Yeah. If you got kids, there's some adult stuff you got to take care of. I know. Like like making a will and also setting up a trust for your kids in, you know, in in the case that something happens to you, you want to make sure that they get their needs taken care of, that they go to the right place person and it sounds really intimidating but with yeah. trust and will they make it easy because it just takes 10 minutes all you do is you go online and they have different kinds of plans that you can choose they start at 39 dollars. that's a great price it's a great pl- price not place it's a great it's a price. great price it's a great price <laughs> and your children. yeah i mean they make it really easy. I have to say that I think that's the main thing that keeps people from setting up their will, setting up their trust outside of just having to, you know, look at your own mortality. But also uh, just that there's so many like hoops to jump through and it's expensive and you got to see a lawyer and it's like intimidating. I know. It makes me procrastinate. I'm like, I'm not doing it. So, uh, But trust and will, it, it really is. It's estate planning made easy. You can uh, set up your wills, your trusts, your guardianships in all 50 states. Yeah. And you go online. You just finish in 10 minutes completely online. And they have people available to instantly answer questions. Yeah. It's so easy. All you have to do is go online. You just think about what do you want to do? Do you want to set your family up? Do you want to set your loved ones up? Guardianships start at $39. Wills, $69. Yeah. And trusts, $399. That's an excellent price. And it's and it's super easy. You know what else is great? You can take 10% off by going to trustandwill.com slash WMD or entering promo code WMD at trustandwill.com. <gasps> take 10% off going to trustandwill.com slash WMD or entering promo code WMD at trustandwill.com. Trust and will stay planning easy. You're welcome. All right, let's read some fucking stories. Let's do it. So I have this great voicemail. Hi, Betsy and Amanda. Um, I've got a shit show to share with you. So I'm super, super, super afraid of bees. Like, it's a legitimate phobia. It's irrational. It's been this way my whole life. Everyone makes fun of me for it. Uh, I've been married to my husband for almost seven years now, and he knew I was afraid of bees, but I don't think he realized to what extent. So... Um, we work at our little family's, like, discount theater once a week, and so how it works is I take the kids, we all go, we have dinner, we get the first set of shows in, and then I pack up the kids and take them home for bedtime about 7.30, and my husband stays and closes up the theater until, like, midnight or whatever. So I'm packing up the kids, I get them in the car, and I start driving home, and out of the corner of my eye, I see a hornet. Uh, crawling around on my shoulder. 
So I start to panic, and I throw the cards apart, and I jump out, and I, like, try to brush it off with my phone, because I'm not going to touch it with my fingers. So I brush it off. I can't see it anymore. I don't know if it's on my back or anything, but I look in, like, the window of the car. I can't see it. I shake my hair out, get back in the car, and I'm freaking out. So I FaceTime my husband. I'm like, you're in the way. You're going to go my shoulders. I was freaking out. But I was keeping it together, okay? Relatively speaking. And so I... I'm FaceTiming him. I'm talking about how scary it was. My kids in the backseat, like, freaking out. Like, what is happening? And all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, the hornet is walking on my glasses. So I flip my glasses off. Now I can't see a damn thing. And I'm screaming, and I jump, I jump out of the car, and I forgot to put it in park, so it's, like, rolling away. So I jump back in the car, throw it in park. I jump back out. I am just Miracle. I'm still in this room with my husband. He cannot understand a word I'm saying. I am sobbing. I am screaming. My poor four-year-old in the backseat has no idea what's happening. He's crying. My two-year-old is crying because he's just tired. So he's crying. It is a mess. So I make my husband leave the theater and come <laughs> come check the car and make sure that he is gone because I didn't believe it. And I can, like, check my bag, my hair. I'm freaking out. I'm sorry. Ten straight minutes of me just hyperventilating, sobbing, freaking out. I was dry heaving at one point. I was so scared. Absolutely hysterical. I finally calmed down enough. I get in the car, and my poor son, my four-year-old, he's like, Mom, if there's another bee in the car, I'll just scare him with my dinosaur door. I wasn't broken as a parent to feel like, I can't protect my son, and he needs to protect me. It was a mess. I cried for a really long time. It was horrible. Top ten worst days of my life. Okay, love you guys. Have a great one. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what a fucking story, right? I, I love, like, I've had experiences like that where I remember when, when our oldest was, um, was little, like he was still in a crib. Um, he was probably like a year and a half old and there was an enormous cockroach in his bedroom and you weren't home. Oh, right. And I freaked out and I remember, like I tried to be cool about it, but I freaked out and then he freaked out and I just remember him like looking at me and freaking out right. because I was freaking out and feel I felt like such a failure. Well, and for background, <laughs> Betsy is like a power feminist, but she gets really girly around like mice and bugs. Well, I just don't like them. Yeah. All right. The way a girl might not. Well. Remember that time with a mouse where I came home and you had trapped a mouse under a salad bowl and like piled books on top of it mm-hmm. and like built a fence around it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that time. Uh, I was playing with, uh, again, with Rex, our oldest. He was little. We were playing on the floor of the living room. And at some point, I just looked over, and there was a fucking mouse. Tiny. That was your tiny, thumb. Just a tiny little mouse. Just hanging out. You know, with my son and yeah. all of the toys. We and I was like, it. are you fucking kidding me? One of the best things about living where we live in California is that we don't live where we used to live in Brooklyn. Yeah. Where all of God's vermin would just like wander in because we lived across from a park. All right. I'm going to read a little story. All right. I'm going to react. Uh, not to spoil it, but the title is Shitmageddon, which I like. Uh, it's like a riff on our Poopocalypse. Poopocalypse. Yeah. Shitmageddon. It also sounds like a weird Scottish person. Ha! <laughs> I am shit McGettin. Uh, <laughs> I'm Scottish, but I talk like an Irishman. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from Amber. Hello, Amber. Hey, Betsy and Amanda, or Ari, she writes. Hello. Get the fuck out, really? Yes. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you, Amber. I wanted to tell you guys about my survival through Shitmageddon. Short background info to begin. I have a potty training three-year-old son and long-haired miniature dachshund and a manual no-motor lawnmower. These are weird specifics. No, I, let's see if it matches up to what I imagine. What I imagine is horrible. Excellent. Okay, so yesterday I was out mowing the front yard and my son told me he wanted to sit in the house and watch his shows, which was fine with me. I told him if he needed to poop to come and get me because he can't get on and off the toilet toilet on his own and i would hear him because our mower doesn't have a motor sure no yeah it's a manual mower like i had growing up where oh, you have to man oh you have to push it ah oh like an old school 
It's fucking like Dobie McGillis or whatever. Is it? Because it's also like, that's the only lawnmower I ever knew. Is the one where you just push the manual one. What? Yeah. But in a city boy, we didn't have like giant lawns. You've seen my, my parents' house. Right. That's old school. I that's mean, people... all I knew. I didn't know there was another, to me, like a, a, a gas-powered lawnmower is like crazy. What? All right. So, well, I checked on him halfway through, about 10 minutes, and he was fine. So I finished up and put the mower away in the garage to go to the house, and I was met with the smell of shit. So I yelled for him, and he said he was on the potty. Hmm. I walk in the bathroom, and there is shit every damn where. Oh, no. She writes in all caps. He had started to go in his pull-up, and it was... Uh, oh, gosh. And it... And some of it plopped onto the floor where he took it off. It was all up his back, ah. butt, thighs, and ankles, and smeared all down the toilet seat from where he got himself up to finish to go in the potty and smeared on the toilet paper roll. Oh, I, God. Also, I hate that the long-haired dachshunds are going to figure oh, into this. Oh, gosh. Worst of all was the dog who stepped ah. on it and was eating. No. Was eating a small amount of it. No. Out of the pull-up. Fold. I'm out. And he had got... It all in his long ear hair oh, and beard. God. No dog, no. No dog, no. <coughs> so I had to battle both the kid and the dog separately and deep clean my bathroom and get ready for work all within an hour. You shaved what? that dog. Yeah, you do shave that dog. What? Luckily, we all survived. Thank God. Anyway, thanks for your amazing show and online community. You're doing a great job. <laughs> can I just tell you? <laughs> Thank um, you, Amber. Can we talk about the fact that the, the mower was a red herring? The mower did not come into it. The manual mower. I thought that we're going to somehow involve the, like, <laughs> a dog getting a, sucked a into a mower. And, I didn't think that was going to happen. And shit. But I like that we spent all this time, like, I have an elaborate Fabergé egg collection and a bounty on my head, and then that part never comes up. <laughs> um, oh, I just wanted to read this little one because I thought it was really nice. It's from Darcy. Great. I went to work today still a little defeated from last night's bedtime shit show, but at lunch decided to sit in my car away from everyone else and listen to your show. Betsy's story was so relatable, except I was hit by a shoe instead of bit in the hip slash ass. Betsy's story was so relatable that I'm almost ready to mentally start my day. Excellent. Whatever. Thank you for telling your stories so that we don't feel so crazy and alone. Lovely. Thanks, Darcy. You want me to read this? Yeah. It's a long one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you up for it? I'm up for it. Uh, Hey, ladies. Or it could be, hey, ladies. Uh, hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. My name is Becky, and I have a four and a half year old and a three year old. They are 16 months apart. Checks, that checks out. Whoa. That's rough. Yeah. We know that because ours are similar. Uh, both high energy, crazy hyper, fearless boys. I listen to your podcast all the time. <laughs> Indeed. I listen to your podcast all the time, and you two are always making me laugh till I cry or pee my pants. Oh, we've gone too far. <laughs> Oh my god, um, I listen to your podcast until I shit myself. <laughs> uh, so, this is the story of what broke me this week. But if you did, that's week. also fine. No judgments. Uh, you wouldn't be the first. Uh, my kids don't sleep through the night, and they venomously refuse to have my husband put them back to sleep, mm. which is awesome. Mm. So my youngest son wakes up at 3 a.m., and I go into his bedroom where he tells me he's thirsty. Mm-hmm. I fill up a cup of water and give it to him where he proceeds to slap the cup out of my hands because <gasps> it's not apple juice. What? What? It's what? 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, kids are so crazy. What? Water goes flying everywhere on me on his pajamas, bed on the floor, everywhere. Ugh. I'm so mad at this point, yeah. but just want to go back to bed so yeah. I don't put him in timeout. Oh, yeah, you can't put someone no, in timeout at 3 at in the three, morning. no. No, the whole thing's a timeout. That's very understandable. No, of course. The no, whole God. thing is a ti- Yeah, oh. it's a timeout for you. Yes. So I have to change his pajamas, uh, my pajamas, and his bedding, and I growl at him oh. to get back in bed and go to sleep for heaven's sake. Oh, my God. You are... Oh, God. That's rough. I hold his hand until it he falls really back asleep. It would be really hard to not just be like, I guess we just sleep being wet now. Good oh, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we sleep like Aquaman now. Yeah, because it's like, well, it's not pee. It's not apple juice. It's just water... Yeah, it's really oh, and it's three a.m. Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I am assume it sounds like it was a lot of water. I'm guessing. Yeah, it was like a like a stadium cup, like a <laughs> thirty-two ounce like Dodgers cup of uh, water. 
It was like a um, what like a the, bucket. Like a uh, uh, what are those? It's like you can pay the extra money to have that refillable cup. Oh that, yeah, and, like a souvenir yeah, cup. A souvenir cup. Yeah. yeah. It's probably like a souvenir cup. Like let's never forget the time that you woke up at three a.m. so we could get you uh, water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, both the boys wake up early at six thirty. Great. Caw caw. Uh, six thirty, or as we call it oversleeping for my kids mm. um, for them and my oldest gets dressed wakes me up and we go downstairs together there's a funny typo where it says my oldest gets dresses wakes me up and we go downstairs together great um, it's a, an assortment of dresses yeah. and gowns and then we just go down the stairs like it's uh, the ball uh, my youngest wakes up a bit later and cries until I get him from the top of the stairs and bring him down with me oh what is that Odie right he asks me for apple juice and I immediately make a beeline for the fridge <laughs> Ask me for apple juice, and I say, "Motherfucker, I, what?" <laughs> I did not forget last night. <laughs> he asked me for apple juice, and then slaps that on my hand and goes, "Don't get too comfortable." <laughs> um, he finds a dead fly (parentheses, please don't judge) and tries to hand it to me. I'm not judging. I'm not judging you on a dead fly. Um, he tries to hand it to you. Uh, um, yeah, fuck no. I told him to throw it away, and he yeah. says that I should. Oh, wait. What? I had been imagining he found a dead fly in yeah. the apple juice. Oh, that's not what I thought. No, I don't think it is. I just thought it was, like, around. That makes a lot more sense. Then. So I definitely can't judge you for that. Like, what, there's a dead fly in your house? I mean, honestly, if it was in the apple juice, I also wouldn't really judge you. No, that's you. what I thought you meant. Like, oh, it's gross, but, like, shit happens. Girl, we have dozens of live flies in our house. <laughs> La-di-da. <laughs> Uh, I told him to throw it away, and he says, I should. So I say, just throw it on the ground. Okay, great. Problem solved. <laughs> she just told him to throw it on the ground. Just the fly. stop touching that fly. Yeah. It's dirty. Put it down. Okay, great. Problem solved. I pour cups of apple juice for the boys and offer the youngest uh, the choice of cup color, where for no reason he completely shuts down. I'm talking arms crossed, eyes closed, won't talk to me, nothing. Oh, my God. Again, are you living with Odie? I know. You know my kids. So I let... My oldest picked the color, and my youngest has an epic meltdown of and knocks the cup of apple juice out of my hands, no. spilling everywhere. No. No. Oh. No. That's two. No. Because water's one thing, but apple, apple juice. juice. Come on. So now and the dead fly is wet. Morning. Yeah. No. Sticky. I, I fucking hate sticky Sticky's shit. a bad sensation. You hate, you hate sticky and dusty. You hate very dry and very wet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sticky and dusty, sticky and dusty show. Original cartoon on Amazon Prime. Uh, anyway, uh, I look at him. Well, glare is more accurate. Uh, mm. And then at the apple juice all over the floor, I mopped yesterday. Mm. So I put mm. him in timeout. Mopped yesterday. I put him in timeout. He immediately tells me he has to go potty. Where at this point, I look at him and I yell, "Oh, just pee in your diaper." <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> while I'm in timeout hell. <laughs> My oldest comes waddling inside from the backyard with his pants and underwear around his ankles. What? No. Oh, oldest is four and a half. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I ask if he peed outside, and he says no. Uh-huh. Then I asked if he pooped outside. <gasps> he replies yes. Come on, man. So I yell, no one let the dogs out, or you will automatically go in timeout. <laughs> because our Basset Hound Nicks would love to eat that. No. Parentheses, fuck, even my dogs are disgusting creatures. Oh. And it's a basset hound, so they got the, the, the long ears. ears that drag everywhere. Oh my god, our, so many long, low to the ground dogs eating, eating shit. Eating shit. Oh, our, our listeners' dogs need therapy. Why? It can't be healthy. That can't be normal dog behavior. It is, though. Is it? Dogs are fucking weird. Our dog never ate shit. Uh, well, he was a weird little man. I guess. He was a very... <laughs> Um, fastidious. So you're I telling mean, me, wait. So he was obsessed with Babs. He was. Yeah. But wait, are you telling me that he was an outlier, that he didn't eat shit? Because I'm, I'm not just, as much of a dog person if one of the things they do is eat shit. Uh, it's oh. not crazy. Okay. Um, all right. So I clean up the poop with a plastic bag when my youngest one comes outside completely naked. That's my life, though. <laughs> And as I'm rushing to throw away this disgusting thing that came out of my son's... I like, where did your clothes... Why? Right? <laughs> yeah, our, our youngest son, you would think that a poltergeist hides his stuff all the time. Like, he all the time he turns around just porky pig in it, yeah. shirt, no pants. And it's like, where'd your underpants go? I don't know. Yeah. 
Oh my god, he does. Or this lately, thing. like shit, daddy, I don't know. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, he does this thing lately where he uh, doesn't want to pull up his pants for some reason. Right. So he comes in, he waddles in with his uh, clothes around his um, ankles, ankles, and he said, and he has his hands behind his back, and he goes, "I don't have any hands." <laughs> So. I love it. He doesn't oh. do that to me. He just tells me to pull his pants up. Hmm. Um, so my youngest one came outside completely naked. And as I'm rushing to throw away this disgusting thing that can on my son's body, because I don't want to hold it any longer than possible. No. Why? Uh, my three-year-old pees on the walkway right where I'm going to take my next step. Come on, man. Like, this is some really fucked up version of Home Alone. <laughs> Agreed. Honestly, ah! Home Alone's a fucked up version of Home Alone. So I throw the poop away and head back inside. Look at the clock. It's 7.15. Oh, my God. P.M. It's been 12 <laughs> hours. Um, now, that would make sense. Right? Oh, God. Those days when it's like, yeah, it's 7.15 oh. a.m. And you're like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I can't. I'm done. I like, won't. I, and it's not even, you can't even be like, well, on the East Coast, it's drinking time. Because it's no, not drinking time it's anywhere. Just, no. It's just early. And, and here is the... The appetizer for your day. Yes. It's so unfashionable to show up to school drunk. Um, <sighs> so anyway. Um, I don't so know I, if she even gets the respite of going to school. Her kids are little. No, probably not. She's probably just in it today. So uh, then I spent the next hour debating on whether or not I should add vodka to my Gatorade. There you go. Oh, you drink Gatorade? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good morning, Gatorade. Right? It's already a sign, but... The next hour debating whether I should add vodka by Gatorade. I really needed to share that with people who understand because my husband does not get it. Have a great night. Listen. Oh, my God. First of all, uh, society tells us that it's uncool to have vodka and Gatorade. <laughs> I don't think that's what she means. I Is think that she point? just means... I think Becky's saying uh, you understand what a fucking nightmare all of this was and and why you would be driven to drink Gatorade at 7.15 in the morning with maybe with vodka, like some sort of a, you know, sorority girl uh, the morning after a, you know, a bender. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, I get it. Yeah. I absolutely get it. Yeah, Becky, uh, we get it. We see you. We see you. Ha ha. What a fucking nightmare. And look, I'll play devil's advocate because one thing I can do is I can <laughs> rationalize anything. Um, I'd say this. So Hey, at least your dog didn't eat shit. Uh, that's true. Your dog didn't eat shit. That. I was just going to suggest that, look, drinking vodka and Gatorade at any time of the day, that's a fucked up combination. <laughs> so what does it matter when you do it, right? The story's already like, you're like, I'm drinking vodka and Gatorade, and you can bury the at 7.15 a.m. I'm not encouraging alcoholism. I'm just saying, put the fun back in functional. <laughs> All right. I'm going to read another one. Great. This is from Bridget Marie. Hi, my name is Bridget, and I know that you are always asking about what broke us, but I also have a funny mom win I'd oh. like to share with you guys as well. Oh, Sometimes it goes the other way. I love it. My son was terrible when he was younger. Terrible, terrible. And he is a very picky eater, so all, so all the time uh, he was eating many hot dogs, because who the hell cares anymore if they're not going to eat? Why? Uh, <laughs> what? Make me what, uh, I don't know. I, but if I get not the gonna idea. Eat, make me whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I got the bright idea to tell him, around two years old, that whenever kids are bad, they're sent to a factory to be turned into hot dogs for other kids to eat. Holy shit, what? Bridget. Wow, Bridget. <laughs> you're escalating this shit fast. That is some old school shit. Holy shit. <laughs> that is so old. Hey, I know you're too. But I'm going to show you the Baba Duke, and this is what's going to come to get you. And look, no judgment, but also, that is an opening gambit, oh my God. Bridget Marie. So it's not just that the police will come and get you, but that um, but they will come and get you, they will murder you. And also, your favorite food it's is humans. Of- <laughs> it's made of bad kids like you. <laughs> You know what? Oh, I know what do you say when you're mad? Oh, motherhood drives you to do and say insane things. And I, uh, and man, Bridget, like I can understand. Sometimes you say crazy shit and, and, and then there you are.
I don't fucking know why. It just came to me. So he is seven years old, and today we went out to eat, and he chose a hot dog. This boy takes a bite and says really loud, Wow, it sure does suck that this is a bad kid I'm eating right now. He literally had an argument with another kid one time because the kid told him that hot dogs were made from animals, and he insisted they were made of bad kids. Two, <laughs> two things. Two things. One. That is a great payoff. One, buy the ticket, take the ride. Two, uh, if he thinks you're made of bad kids, he'll be disgusted when he finds out what they're actually made of. What broke me? Ordered pizza one night, and I and it said it would take 20 minutes to arrive, so I'm like, hmm, I have time to shower real quick. Wow, way to fit it in. Also, 20 minutes to arrive is quite a promise. It takes 20 minutes to like, bake a pizza. After like five minutes, at uh, my at the time six year old comes into the bathroom and says, "Mom, I got the pizza." What? Me. What? what? Well, the doorbell rang and I got the pizza already. Uh oh. I was like, "No way! It hasn't even been ten minutes." And he says, "Hold on." Comes back with a slice of pizza. What? He unlocked the door, told them his mom was in the shower, took the pizza, locked the door, and came to me. There's a lot going on here. Whoa. Gave him a long lecture about how it could be a kidnapper or burglar or somebody bad. Oh, it was definitely somebody bad. You don't just knock on a door and offer a strange kid a slice of pizza. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they... (laughs) Had a whole pizza, but also what? Uh, I might be There's picturing some something guy different. Cruising. I picture a guy with a slice of pizza. He's got a van and a van and like a white and paper a bag. Pizza oven, and he's oh. like, "I'm gonna microwave some pizza in this oven." No, that doesn't track. No, that doesn't track at all. I'm gonna make some pizza real fast in this, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna beat them there. Because what I am picturing is there's a knock on the door. Yeah. And the six-year-old opens it, and it's some guy going, Hey, little boy, you want some pizza? Oh. With, like, one slice of pizza. Oh. Because we've established it can't be the pizza guy. It's been five minutes. But clearly it was. Well, let's see. Next day, my daughter locks me out of the house. Wait, time out. Next day? <clears throat> Are you telling me... I need to know this. Did the pizza get there in five minutes? Is there a space time? I don't know. Let's see in the end. Okay. Next day, my daughter locks me out of the house. I'm ringing the bell and pounding on the door, screaming at them to open it. Oh, yes. Finally, 10 minutes later, oh, you could have had two pizza orders. (laughs) My son opens the door and says, oh, it's you. Well, you told me to never open the door no matter what. Oh. Oh, Bridget. Oh. And that's the end of her email. I love it. <laughs> Bridget, write us back and explain to me how you got a pizza in five minutes. Yeah, Did you lose fuck? time? Did you like wake up, passed out in the shower and the pizza was there? Because that's, there's a lot about this story that Do I don't understand. you live next door to the pizza place? Was the pizza man a ghost? Are you in the Jetsons? Are you the pizza guy? Oh my God. It's coming from within the, in the, the house. house. You're, You're the, the pizza, pizza guy. guy. Oh, it's like um, Fight Club. Oh. She ordered a pizza, it's a, but it's actually her that made the pizza. Right, right, right. Yeah. Wow. Well, great job, Bridget. Good job. You're doing a great job. Don't talk about Pizza Club. <laughs> Let's check the time. I think that about wraps it up. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us on this very special, strange episode with uh, Betsy and Ari. If you find yourself with a shit-eating dog or camping in a tailgate party, just know you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. And Ari, you're doing a great job. Thank you. And Betsy, you are doing a great job. Thank you. We are hanging in there. We're making it work. Just barely. Just barely. But we're doing it. If we can do it, I guarantee you guys can do it. Because <laughs> we're dumb. All right. <laughs> My mommy drinks. Hi, everyone. This is Amy Albert, host of Mom, Get Your Shit Together from Campfire Media. Mom, Get Your Shit Together is a podcast about beauty and self-care just for moms. Just because you're a mom doesn't mean that you don't need to get your shit together. Am I right? You can download and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.